Welcome back to the Nerdy Merc, where you will find all things comic books, culture, current events, and the like. This is Jeff, and I am the Nerdy Merc. So this section, I'm going to talk a little bit about my vision for the show. First off, I want to apologize if there's any sort of weird... Um, okay, uh, there's if there's any sort of... Uh, non-seamless transitions. This is literally the first time I've ever started stacking tracks, and I'm kind of learning about this as I go. I'm trying to make this sound cool with, you know, nice fades on the intro music and fade-ins and fade-outs, and, 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 you know, it's, it's not as easy as it looks. To be honest, I think it would have been easier if I just had a board and some, and some levers, I could, or not levers, some, uh, I don't know what you call them, not buttons, not whatever. You know them things that the, that you see the, the sound people pushing in the in the music booths in the movies? Yeah, if I had something like that, it'd probably be a little easier, but I don't. Anyway, so my vision for this show, as I've already said, comic books, culture, current events, and the like. Uh, and I, 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 I intentionally word it like that because it's kind of catchy. And... And, and but it doesn't have to just be comic books. It's literally anything in the nerd genre. Um, like you'll you'll see what I'm going to start off next. Uh, next segment is not a comic book. I'm I'm going to have a little bit of fun. Um, I I'm going to try to be serious but humorous at the same time. And unfortunately, I know a lot of you probably don't really care much about, say, politics, but politics are most of current events at the moment. Hopefully it isn't always like that, because I do like other current events, and we could be talking about, I don't know, naked Florida men running, you know, down the interstate with their bodies covered in in motor oil. I don't know, whatever. If it's a current event, I'm I'm probably going to talk about it. If it's, you know, something worth discussing, we're probably going to discuss it. Uh, as always, feel free to give me a call, 317-978-NERD, 317-978-6373. Um, we are brought to you by, uh, wait a minute, I don't have any sponsors yet. So uh, we're brought to you by me, since I'm the one paying for all this stuff. Uh, that actually raises kind of an odd point. Uh, I, I recently watched a documentary called, you know what, no, 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 we'll talk about this next segment. Uh, disregard. Uh, so anyway, my vision for the show I was originally going to do this in about, you know, three to four half an hour long shows per week. I don't think that's going to be possible with the content that I would like to cover. So I'm kind of, I'm kind of reevaluating that idea. And I think I want to do about maybe three one hour shows a week. Okay. And I have it broken up into segments that are approximately 20 minutes long. And I'll have them labeled and uploaded uh, in the in the podcast directory. And so, like for example, if all you want is the current events and or no, excuse me, if all you want is the comic books and the current events, or just the current events, or just the comic books, or just the cultural stuff, I'm I'm basically going to have it broken down into into three sections: uh, comic books, culture, current events, and you can pick and choose. Which one you want to? Which one you want to listen to? I'll I'll also have a link for the entire show if you want to listen to the entire show. So I hope you do. And but whatever you listen to, I appreciate it. I mean, when I 
like who who would have ever thought that I would have, you know, I mean, obviously I don't have any listeners yet. This is literally my first recording, but I do have a couple people that are interested in the idea and who knows, maybe they have some friends that'll be interested in the idea. And, uh, and maybe it'll just snowball and, 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 and go, you know, who knows, maybe in a couple of years I could have a couple thousand listeners. That'd be cool. Um, I do try, or I do intend to be relatively active on social media. I'm not a huge fan of social media and we can discuss that more, uh, in, in depth later. But so I'd like to have, like I said, a section First section for like comic books and and nerdy stuff. Second section for say uh, current events, and then I'd like to end on say cultural. And I really want to do local cultural, local to Indianapolis, local to where I live. But I'm not going to limit myself to that. If I can't find something culturally culturally related close to where I live to talk about you know, then I will, I'll branch out, maybe go to Indiana as a whole, or maybe the Midwest and, you know, definitely the U.S. I'm, I'm 100% in favor of promoting American stuff and American ideas. Excuse me. I should probably not do that. I should probably not take drinks while I'm actually recording. Um, anyway, that could be one of them things that I modify later on. Who knows? I, Again, I'm just learning this. Hell, I just got my microphone yesterday, so this is kind of neat. But, anyway, where was I going with that? Uh, uh, oh, yeah. So, cultural. I don't know if you noticed uh, my intro and outro music. I'm kind of counting that as culture, too. So, I I will probably change that from time to time. I don't know. Currently, I, I like it. I got a little bit of Gatye, a little bit of Ingui Malmsteam, or Malmsteam. That's, I'm not even sure if I'm saying that correctly. It's spelled uh, Y-N-G-I-E, I think, or Y-N-G-Y-W-I-E, something like that. It's a really weird name, but the dude is a phenomenal guitarist. I love his stuff. I got a little bit of Buckethead. Um and I mean, just awesome, awesome little bits uh, of music going on uh, for the cultural thing. And I will continue to do so until I get some sort of cease and desist letter. Hopefully I don't, um, you know, because I'm not making any money off of this and I'm not damaging their reputation or their brand, really. So, um, and I know a lot of other podcasters and they they use music from other groups like that. So I, I doubt they get specific permission every single time, but I could be wrong. I don't think I am, though. So, ah, man, that monster tastes good. It's Monster Energy Ultra Black. It's like a dark cherry flavor. You can't find it around here. I special ordered it on Amazon. So, anyway, um, and let's, uh, let's move on to kind of discuss my ideas of current events. Uh, I, anything that's newsworthy, really, is on the table. Unfortunately, right now, most of the newsworthy stuff is political, and so that's probably what I'm going to talk about a lot, at least for the next, oh, what, two and a half weeks, something like that. Um, I will say I'm quite good at it. And I think a lot of the reason, and I'm not afraid to have, I'm, I'm actually not afraid to have the conversation. I will, you know how they always say, don't discuss religion or politics at the dinner table? Well, I'm not afraid to, Okay. 
I, and, and to be honest with you, I think part of the reason why, I mean, there's so many of you, I'm sure, that feel that our society is heading towards a really screwed up place. I can talk far more in depth about that later. I'm not going to bore you with it in the introduction. But uh, yeah, I also believe we are headed, headed in a really screwed up place. And this is a, a pattern that I've noticed trending for, you know, 10 to 15 years now, at least, if not more. And academically, I can go back and look and see the pattern start trending as early as around uh, the, the the early 1900s, around 1913 specifically. And we can talk about that later. A couple of you guys will get that reference. But one of the reasons why I think we're so screwed up is because people are afraid to have the difficult conversations. They're afraid to to actually discuss the hard subjects. People have become so polarized that they've lost family members. I mean, especially in the last three and a half years, and you all know it. I don't know anyone who denies this. You've lost People have lost family members. People have lost uh, friends. And in my opinion, if you lose a friend over something like politics, you're dumb. I have a good friend of mine. Uh, now, he wasn't an Army buddy of mine, but he did serve in the Army around the same time I did. I actually didn't meet him until he, we, we both got out near the same time and moved back to Indianapolis. And he's now in St. Louis. Um, and... Uh, I'm not going to, well, he's actually a police officer in St. Louis and I worry so much for him. Um, there's the buddy of mine is a police officer here in Indianapolis. I worry for him too. Got another buddy of mine's police officer in New York city. I really worry for him. Uh, but anyway, back to the, so my buddy and uh, he's now in St. Louis, but he's, he's been a Democrat as far as I know. Back in 2012, I can remember having phone call conversations discussing the benefits of pros and cons of Romney versus Obama. And he was diehard, like, look, dude, Romney is, is you know, doesn't understand. You know, Romney is an elitist. Romney is this, that, you know what I mean? And I don't remember all the arguments he made, but his arguments were hard to counter. This dude is one of the smartest people I know. And when he weighs in on something, he puts a lot of thought into it, and he creates irrefutable arguments, at least irrefutable with facts and logic. Now... You can always refute with emotion. That's not what I'm talking about. Irrefutable facts and logic. And he was quite good at it. And he voted for uh, Obama in 2012. And I'm pretty sure he voted for Hillary in 2016, although I haven't asked him. And uh, uh, now I th I think he still considers himself a Democrat, but he is, mm, well, he's on the Trump train now. Uh, because in his words, the Democrat Party has gone absolutely insane, and he cannot support it. Uh, not until they weed out the 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 ones that are making it insane. And I'm like, yeah, that actually kind of gives me hope. But my my political beliefs, I am unabashedly uh, a constitutionalist. I believe that it says what it says and doesn't say what it doesn't say in that way. I guess you could be, I guess, if I were a judge, I would be called an originalist. I guess I can still be called an originalist, maybe. I have a pocket constitution that goes with me everywhere I go. I break it out occasionally to, to reference things and to just refresh my knowledge. Uh, I've been breaking it out a lot in the last year, that's for sure. Um, but I, I, I believe in the constitution 
plain and simple. Uh, if you ever see a picture of me, uh, in addition, I, I mentioned in the last segment, I got uh, the, the Batleth and the Chronicles of Riddick sword hanging up on my wall. Well, right next to it, on you know, just about two feet to the left, is a very, very authentic-looking copy of the Declaration of Independence, one of the most beautiful documents that I believe have ever been written. Now, I know some of you, some of you will probably think, uh, you know, well, the the founding fathers were slave owners. Yeah, they were. They were flawed men. Okay, the the documents were made by flawed men. The ideas within the documents are beautiful and. It was an experiment unlike any other, and we can talk. I'll, I'll definitely talk more in depth about this later. But you know, the the idea of the uh, the American dream, the idea of the American form of government, was one that had never been seen before, had never been done before, and since then has been emulated countless times. Countless times. Yes, our founding fathers were flawed men. Yes. Um. Slavery was an issue that directly contradicted the idea of all men being free, which is in which is espoused in the Declaration of Independence, and obviously the Constitution. You know, the Bill of Rights did not apply to slaves, not for quite some time, decades, almost a hundred years, really, and that's terrible. But if you look at the context of the and the totality of the circumstances surrounding the formation of our nation, it was an ugly compromise that needed to be made. Without it, guess what? The United States doesn't form. The United States doesn't continue to push for a more perfect union. And slavery might still exist here in, on these lands today if, if none of that happens. Yes, ugly compromise beautiful idea of a nation and remember we weren't perfect we're not perfect now we're always trying to form a more perfect union so that is where i stand politically i i have i have voted all sides of a ticket before or not all sides all sides of a ticket was uh, all sides of a ballot before almost every single election i i vote for democrats and republicans i am probably uh, by most standards considered a centrist, but that is what I, that's what I am very, I actually consider myself a classical liberal. Now, when I say classical liberal, I mean like think Berkeley in the sixties, you know, the free speech movement, uh, where the, the exercise, the free exercise of rights was valued almost, it was almost sacrosanct. And I mean, you had in the '60s, Black Panthers were marching towards the the the, the capital of, of the state of California with rifles, scared the crap out of President Reagan, well, then Governor Reagan. And that's actually when <laughs> California's gun control started going bat crap crazy. Um, it's, it actually started with Reagan. Reagan was not the champion of of the conservatives that a lot of people like to tout him. He had some good qualities, don't get me wrong, but he was flawed, like everyone. So, but that is how I consider myself. I consider myself a classical liberal. I am very much, look, man, I'm going to exercise my rights. You have no say in how I exercise my rights until my rights infringe upon yours. So, 
I carry a gun. I am unashamed. I unashamedly admit that. I'm very well trained in how to use it. Thankfully, I've never had to. Okay. I don't desire to. Even though with my background and training, I'm easily probably well, easily or probably one of the two, the most lethal person in any room that I find myself, in which I find myself. Is that correct? Yeah. And, and that's just a fact, but I'm also very disciplined and I, and I'm also very loving and caring. I care about people. I love people. I don't want to hurt people. I want to help people. In fact, I'm the kind of guy, uh, you know what? I'm, I don't want to blow my own horn. I just want to let you know who I am. Uh, a couple of months ago, I'm, I'm, I'm a member of a Beach Grove, uh, community, um, a Facebook page. And there was a guy on there posted like, look, I hate to do this. And I mean, it's right in the middle of, uh, you know, he, he was hurting coronaviruses and, and, and all the, the lockdowns have hurt a lot of people. And he posted, like, look, I hate to do this, but my kids just ate their last meal and they don't have any diapers and I don't have any way to feed them. There was a ton of people that says, hey, you know, there's this charity, there's that charity, you know, you can do this and that. I was like, man, he doesn't know. He needs help. He needs food. So you know what I did? I messaged him and I said, tell me what you need. And he told me what he gave me. A, he gave me a small list. Well, I filled that list and I threw all sorts. He didn't include eggs, milk, uh, various other things, you know, bread. I, I threw some cookies in for his kids. I mean, I I spent about 80 bucks on groceries for this guy uh, and his family because I mean, that's again. I don't want to blow my own horn. I haven't told anybody about that except for um, except for my own family. Um, but I mean, I just want to show you. Like, I love helping people. You know, I even said, "Hey, dude, do you need gas?" And he's like, "Yeah." And I was like, "Okay, follow me across the street to the gas station, and we'll put some gas in your car." And I put about twenty bucks of gas in the car. I spent like a hundred bucks on this guy. And and it's not like I'm rich. I'm not. You know, I have, I'm, I'm, I'm fairly fortunate. I'm, I've been very blessed. I, I can appreciate that, but I'm not rich, but I, I'm, I have no problem giving you the shirt off my back if it's what you need. You know, when I was going to Butler university, there was a homeless guy named Fred that I used to always see on the exit at I 65 and the 29th and 30th street. The exit's just North of downtown. And I was often on my motorcycle, sometimes in my car. I'm I'm a Harley rider, by the way. And he, uh, I'd see him every day. We'd talk. I'd say, hey, you know, and I kind of got to learn his name. He said, my name's Fred. I was like, hey, I'm Jeff, man. And then one day I said, hey, uh, if I bring food to you, because I see you every morning, if I bring food to you, would you like it? And he's like, yeah, yeah, probably, or something. It's like, what about like a McDonald's sausage biscuit or something? And you like those? Like, yeah, I like those. So guess what I started doing every day? I'd swing by McDonald's on my way to Butler University, and I'd grab a two sausage biscuits, one for me and one for Fred. And as I was swinging, and as I went by, now sometimes I had to slow down because of the green light, but as I went by, I'd be like, here you go. And as soon as he saw my car or my motorcycle, his face lit up. You know, he's like, ooh, I'm about to eat. And, and I'd give him a sausage biscuit every morning. And I wonder what happened to Fred. I hope he's doing all right. Unfortunately, it's probably not. But I mean, that's just who I am. I have no problem. I love helping people. It's one of the reasons why I joined the motorcycle club that I did a number of years ago, which, you know, full disclosure, I'm no longer a member. Um, I'm still a friend of the club, but I'm no longer a member. 
but they were all about helping people. And it was a veteran motorcycle club. They were all about helping veterans specifically. And, and I gravitate to those types of things. I love helping people. I love being part of, of helping people. And uh, if you guys come up with any sort of ideas uh, about how I can help people, especially here locally in Indianapolis, by all means, uh, give me a call. Let me know uh, what you come up with, what you think, and maybe we can make something happen, all right? Well, we've reached the end of this segment. If you have any questions, comments, suggestions, bitches, gripes, moans, complaints, what have you, give me a call, 317-978-NERD. That's 317-978-6373, or go to the website, www.nerdymerc.com. That's N-E-R-D-Y-M-E-R-C.com. Make sure you stick around for the next segment, and thanks for listening.